Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Australia, where three Australians will talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode by episode. <laughs> Barely <laughs> holding on to that one. My name is Chris. I'm Mabel. <laughs> I'm Megan. <laughs> it's Slayer, and I just caught it, but it wasn't really. <laughs> Australians watching Buffy. It's Buffy the Vampire Australia. Yeah, where we are recording at night time. This is very special for us. Ooh, Usually right. early morning. Usually yeah, Mabel's yeah. hungover. This is Mabel's prime time. <laughs> this is this is Mabel's prime time. Maybe yeah. she, maybe she's drunk. Although it seems like I'm drunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I'm not drunk. You know. Uh, um, today we are discussing episode fifteen, season three, mm. consequences. And I thought of that on the fly because the last two weeks I have gotten that wrong. And mm-hmm. right in the moment I was like, well, watch 14 last, so it's definitely 15. It's fine. Yeah. Consequences. We're getting there. Consequences. Yeah. Consequences. I, I uh, loaded up Disney Plus and I yeah. look, I go through the episodes and I see the next one's called Consequences. And I'm like, huh? Mm. Consequences for what? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like, I forgot. Well, like, good. Oh, yeah. Good thing they, they had the whole previously. Killed they killed him. Yeah, thank goodness. Seriously. But Chris, you, Chris, you don't get it. She doesn't care. I know. I mean, even just going through the recap and what she said, the very last thing of last episode, which yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I actually kind of respect the both of you for sort of playing along with Faith as much as you did, you know? <laughs> Because it's always like, Megan's always like, I hate Faith. And I'm like, why? She seems cool. And you're like, mm, no, I hate her. And you're like, why? And you're like, I don't know. She came into Buffy, right? When you it was, both are like, you know, you really good at keeping straight faces, you know? Like, you're not well, like- we try really hard to keep this spoiler free for you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. And every now and again, we fail, but we do try on the big moments. Yeah. I, can't, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like, still, we've been on such a like faith train lately that even mm. like watching this episode, I'm like, they didn't do it justice, you know? Like, this is, yeah. un- you know, this is unfair. Yeah. Faith didn't have to be this bad, you know? I completely agree. I've had so many feelings during this episode and I'm still, like, honestly, a lot of it hasn't been, you know, just keeping you in the dark, Chris. It's it's literally been an awakening for me. Like, my whole attitude to faith has actually changed. And it's, you know, and I, I this, these are the reasons that I hated faith before, mm. but... I don't hate her even as I'm watching this now. So it's been very, very interesting. Uh, I must say my, my feelings of faith have changed as well. I hate her now. <laughs> I'm not into it. She's mean. She kills yeah. people. It's, I'm I, not, not into it. Uh, I yeah. think that's an authentic Buffy experience to go yeah. This yeah. is yeah. about where you should hate faith. You're riding the first watch train. It's great. I love yeah. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this episode was written by Martin Oxen. Directed by Michael Gershman. Chris, have you heard of Marty Noxon? Yeah, well? Marty Noxon. We've talked about Marty Noxon. She did that show that I also watched. Oh, The yeah, Bachelor well, show. Yeah, that's right. Not The Bachelor, oh. but it's like a fictional Bachelor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, the, um, yeah, I've seen that too. I yeah. totally forgot about this. Yeah. Um, honestly, sometimes I listen to old episodes of ours and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, that thing that we talked about. We've talked about that since, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know the other guy, though. I never heard of him. No, I actually don't yeah. think I've heard of him either. That this might this, be a first this for him. New. Yeah, Michael Gershman. 
Gershwin makes me think of like Gershwin. Gershwin. No, I was just going to say. Yeah. So, oh, so he directed Passions. Oh. Passion, rather. Yeah. So that was his first one, but then nothing since then. So Consequences is his first one since Passion. Buffy is haunted by the consequences of her her and Faith's reckless behaviour as she battles with Faith's apparent lack of remorse to keep her from continuing on her destructive path. I can't talk. Meanwhile, the new watchful Wesley overrides Giles' objections and instructs Buffy and Faith to get to the bottom of the recent murder, while the mayor and Trick are thrilled by the possibility of imprisoning a slayer for the murder. Season three is so good. Yeah. Like, honestly, like yeah. season one and two could not hold a candle to this. Like, yeah. they're, just, they're just killing it. Like, it's a good app. Yeah. 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 Like, it's really important. It feels really important at least. Yeah. yeah. Like, I did take, like, I was trying to be conscious to take notes because the last few times I haven't taken a lot of notes, but I honestly, I just wanted to watch it. Yeah. It was a good yep. episode. So yeah. many good scenes. Mm. But I feel like, yeah, like once you get to this, quality of Buffy I feel like that's what makes you like it it puts a positive sheen when you go to re-watch season one and two again because Mm. you kind of see it for what it's going to be yes yeah you can appreciate it a bit more it's a bit like (laughs) sorry I'm gonna go off track again uh it's a bit like recently because my daughter just turned one um I was looking at photos of her when she was like a few weeks old and like when she was a parasite and it was really hard to love her and like now she's one year old and I love the hell out of her I'm not gonna lie she's amazing she's gorgeous and I love her and now I can look back at those photos with that sheen of love and be like oh man she was so cute didn't feel it then I'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) she's still a parasite though just once 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 I know, but she gives more now. She laughs and, you know, she pretends to talk on the phone and it's really cute. Yeah, I think once they figure out how to laugh, I feel like that adds a lot. Oh, it's a key. It's a key part to basically the survival of humanity, frankly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. otherwise we would not keep these babies around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so we open on Buffy having a nightmare um, of being drowned mm. by, well, first being pulled down by Finch and finally getting to the surface and then being drowned by Faith, which seems ominous. Mm. Um, and then she wakes up to find out that despite Faith dumping the body, weighting it and dumping it, uh, old Alan has uh, popped up. Not a great job. Of, yeah, uh, that's so the body classic. Barefoot. That's like everything. Like, don't worry, I got rid of the body. No one will ever find it. It just floats <laughs> up, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, weird. Don't you think it's weird that Buffy was sleeping with her bedroom door open? It's really mm. weird. I with find that bedroom- really bizarre, but some people do that. Yeah, I've always... like it. Wait, you sleep with your bedroom door open, maybe? Yeah, completely. I mean, I've got cats. I can't sleep with my bedroom door closed. Uh, we do leave a crack open for the cats. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the other door we close. What other door? Oh, we have two doors. Oh, we do too. We have, like, a, like a double door. Yeah. There's no is privacy in my bedroom. This is, like, I live in a one-bedroom par- apartment alone and I cannot conceive leaving my bedroom door Oh, my God, open. I've never slept with my door closed. Seriously. Like, even without cats, I don't think I would sleep with my door closed. No, I need to. It needs to be pretty close. We're we're kind of lucky because there's like a, there's like an ensuite that sort of goes onto another room, and yeah. so we can have both those doors open like a crack, but no sun can get in. Like it's yeah. still pretty good like that. But I, I have the I, ensuite door wide open, 
and one of the double doors to the bedroom wide open. Like I could leave it open and crack, but I leave it wide open. I didn't I didn't expect to get this is this is fine. Now this scene makes total sense. Buffy's just one of those people. One of those like people. Both of you, yeah. One of those Megan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she doesn't okay. have a cat. Maybe like, you know, it would make more sense if she had a cat. I just but, think it's special. Like when you're like a cat. <laughs> no. Buffy getting a cat? The way you said that makes it sound like Buffy can get a cat. <laughs> I mean, they, they already have a rat. Maybe. Remember they yeah, got that cat that time and then it died and then it came back to life. She might get mm. a zombie cat or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, but don't you think like don't you think it's more weird? Like if you're a teenager living at home with your parents, because you already like go to hang out in your room mm. surely with your door closed mm. anyway. So then you'd have to like get up and open it because Yeah, I reckon I probably left my door closed when I was a teenager. Yeah. I think For that's sure. that's more yeah. normal. All right. Okay. Moving right. on. Moving on. It's a really important. We've part analyzed of this episode, that. Mabel. To death. Good job. Good job. So next day, we head to the library, and Wesley has decided that it's important that they investigate <sighs> the murder of Alan. Fair enough. What? I mean, I mean, it's a normal human death. I know. As soon as they were like, it's not, this isn't our jurisdiction or whatever. I was like, yeah, exactly. Since when do the Slayers or the Scooby Gang investigate normal? Crime. I mean, I is there such a so. thing as a normal human murder in Sunnydale? Yeah. But, I mean, like, we've never seen a situation where there's been a normal human murder before, but there was nothing apparently supernatural about it. Yeah, maybe. I think Giles is just very chill this episode. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. He's super chill. He's pretty He's very yeah. chill yeah. this episode. I am going to say later, uh, I might as well say it now because it's already relevant, that oh. I currently regret choosing Wesley to be part of my episode win last week. Yeah, we'd call. <laughs> Fucking annoys me this episode. Oh, I know. I feel like we're talking about, you know, like loving or hating Faith or whatever, but like, like how much do you hate, we- like surely we all hate Wesley, right? We hate Wesley He's so much. The Wesley. worst. I think yeah. we're so surprised last week. Like he popped up. It's like, hey, it's yeah. this guy. But like yeah. this episode, how do you feel about him, Chris? Uh, look, he kind of has a point in some certain parts. Like I think, oh my god, I feel the person. Maybe there's some some repercussions that should be uh, dealt out. Maybe. I mean, there was always going to be repercussions, but you have to rehabilitate. Yeah. Wow. All right. Oh we'll my god. Differently about this. We'll get to that. We'll get I feel to like that. yeah. I feel like I'll have more to say about yeah. this later. Anyway. Moving on for now, uh, Cordy comes and <laughs> Wesley mistakes her for a teacher okay. because what she looks like a teacher. I feel like How all my socials have been building up to this. Yeah, like I just feel so seen. Like, yeah, you know, they know. Uh, they know. Yeah, so you teach psychology. No, I take oh, psychology. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're not saying she looks old. No, yeah. it looks amazing. Literally, nice. she's nice. just dressed like a teacher. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That's yep. <laughs> clearly not a teenager. Um, did it seem really noticeable when Giles like checked out the book for her in the library? Like, do we ever actually see Giles do librarian work? Yes, we have it a couple of times, man, but it's always weird. It every really single time. Stands out like a sore thumb. Yep. Him like scanning a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so despite Giles's uh protestations wesley insists that the slayers investigate the murder so off they trot and buffy and faith have a little scene where they're all like you know buffy's like we've got to confess and faith's like no we don't and yeah Yeah. i feel like yeah in that scene i feel like at the very beginning like so this is one of the earlier scenes faith still 
seems pretty normal to me. I think I think all of this is accounted for him, her being just like completely in denial and just like a mm. scared, lonely teenager that has no support network and she's mm-hmm. just trying to like just push this aside. Her yep. reaction seems really rational from the faith we've seen so far. I think Agreed. the later faith just ends up like they make her way worse. Okay. Yep. They make her I, kind of like tip over the evil scale. I mm. agree with you so far. As in, like, that she's so far being rational. Yeah. Um, I may not necessarily agree with you later, but we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we go and see Willow, who, guys. 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 She's wearing sad overalls. (laughs) She does. She found them. She's borrowing them. I was I was seeing them and I was like, sad overalls do just look so much cuter on Willow though. <laughs> they do look. She like looks really overalls. cute. I love overalls. that you noticed that, Chris. I didn't think you would. How could I not? Honestly, <laughs> though, like so she sad. she looked so adorable in them. It didn't really click to me that she was sad and no. wearing overalls. Yeah. I was like, Willow's in overalls. Yeah. That's not. But you're right. She is wearing sad overalls. Yeah. And and Buffy Geek sits down next to her on the loudest couch in the world. <laughs> It is like because you know those like loud leather couches, like yes. and I think she must have been saying like halfway through a line when she sat oh, down, yes. and just a nightmare for the sound guy. Like it was oh, God, such totally a loud that. squeak on this lounge. Oh, <laughs> totally missed that. Yeah, That's so notice. funny. Um, and Willow has to go because she's super busy trying to turn Amy back into a normal human. I really appreciate how they keep bringing right? this up. I really, really like it. <laughs> D-Rat Amy. Because uh, so, they're not forgetting. I like that they're not forgetting. So yeah, it means yeah. it's probably going to happen, right? Like Amy's going to come back one day. Maybe. You have, Maybe to, you have to think time. so. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, super awkward. Just a super awkward little exchange between Buffy and Willow. Things are not good between like the besties. They always try and, like, make Buffy have a identity crisis. Like there's always, she's always stuck between a rock and a hard place. And like, sometimes you sort of have to go along with it, but this is really tricky. I don't know what I would do in her situation. Like mm. she's really kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you rattle her? Do you like keep her confidence? Like, you know, yeah. this is with, with faith. You mean? Yes. That's right. Sorry, yeah. I but like, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I think watching it, like in the start, I kind of forgot what happens later when I was watching it. And I was thinking, Surely they would assume that this is like of all the of all the slayers, like you would mm. assume this has happened before. And like, sure, there's two slayers now, but surely the council doesn't even want one of them running away in jail. Like, I kind of would assume that you could go to the like, not to say that slayers should exist outside of the law, but I just thought like you would kind of go to the council with this. Like, I find it very unlikely for the council to let you run jail for accidentally staking someone while you were patrolling. Like, that just seems like... Yeah. Like, again, not excusing it, but, like, it does seem like a kind of collateral damage in the grand history of Slayers. It does feel like something the council would know how to handle. Would we just expect Buffy and Faith to assume that, though? I mean, (laughs) like, what... Like, what's this whole Watcher... Like, what's the whole Slayer thing for like no one like they can't be I, all bad you know i don't know i like it seemed like, logical to me and then later when they were talking about it like when 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 giles finally talks about it, i was like mm. right yeah like that is a thing it, it seems like a logical assumption given buffy's interactions with the council to mm. date and her most recent interaction with the council being that they basically like psychologically tortured her mm. you can see how it's not her first thought to just like immediately think that the council's going to be there for them and have their backs yeah i guess Especially considering her most recent interaction, that's true. And I guess yeah. Faith hasn't had that much contact with the council. Mm. And yeah. she's not much for authority anyway. Yeah. 
she doesn't have much faith in authority. Huh. Oh my God. I literally didn't mean to do that. <laughs> that weirdly sounded so deliberate. Yeah, it really, really did. I know. So forced, so deliberate. No, it totally did sound like it, but I just, as soon yeah. as I said it, I was like, oh, I just said Faith's name. I'm a dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, assuming that they didn't think of that, yeah, it's, I can't, like, I can't imagine Buffy. I mean, she did and she had to cave eventually, but yeah, just not telling anyone for so long. I guess it was probably only a day or two, but. I think Chris is right. She's in a real rock and hard place. Like, place. Like, it was just a really difficult moment. She was so conflicted, you know, and I think they played that really well. They showed that really well, that conflict in in her. Yeah. Yeah. And it was eating her up. Like, you know, by the time Mm. she goes and sees Willow, it's just eating her alive, honestly. I I think it's only been a day. Like, they sort of say later in the episode, you know, what have you done the last 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. So it's all sort of crammed in this one big day. Yeah, true. So we head to the crime scene where we get a lovely shot of creepy angel just lurking in the shadows as you Doing his thing. There's a lot of creepy lurking angel. This I episode. got a lot of, like, maybe it's because I've recently been re-watching some Bones, but him yep. just, like, squinting at a crime scene with, like, <laughs> Bones. <laughs> total, total Bones vibes. Love it. Um, and Because um, the, the, um, the police invest- detective guy, when he, was, he was interviewing witnesses, and they were talking about how, like, the witness heard him scream or something when he died, yep. the victim. In the scene, or heard we a watched, scream, right? Because no, like, the guy didn't scream. scream when he died. No, Did you? yeah, no, very no, quiet. But Buffy, Buffy screamed, Faith. Yeah, right. Well done. Yeah. Well they done, actually Megan. weren't clear on who screamed, and I think they actually might have even said that they heard a woman scream. Right. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like a different sort of show, though. It's very Law and Order, Buffy yeah. Victims Unit, you know. Yeah, even when they go like sleuthing around the mayor's office, it's like you. the whole Sorry. episode. We don't, yeah, we don't normally see them doing this crime stuff. No, no, we have twice before seen police investigating a murder, and let me tell you, all three times we've had Detective Stein on the case. Really. Really, Detective huh. Paul Stein. I've not noticed. He that. is not my name that amount of character this week, but he came bloody close. He's getting named anyway. That feature, yeah. So I reckon I know who it is this week. Yeah, I reckon you do too. <laughs> you guys know me well, so uh, <laughs> you know what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> this ticks so many of your boxes. <laughs> So it takes basically every one of my boxes. No, one box it misses. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we'll get there. Um, so let's go to the mayor's office. Oh, God, guys, every scene with the mayor is an absolute delight. I'm yeah. just calling it. Delight is the word I used. I wrote down delightfully <laughs> evil. Delightfully evil, isn't he? Just yeah. hands down one of the best characters on the show yeah. ever. Truly. Yeah. yeah. He was very good. He hasn't even done anything yet. I know. Yeah. He's Stop all like on. wondering where Alan is and you know, mm. wondering wondering why he's left such a paper trail and disappointed yeah. that he can't now scold him. So like yep. is the assumption that Alan was trying to go to the Slayers to like yes. dive- Yeah, there's somehow I feel like I forgot this or like never really noticed that went over my head. Yeah, because he oh. definitely like last episode was having the little like regret moment face. Mm. And then he went to seek out Buffy. 
And yeah, and then obviously we now find out that there was a massive paper trail. So he was that does make it so much sad. I mean, it's already sad, but like faith, yeah. faith staking him. Oh, yeah. and he was like coming to divulge information about the mayor who they know mm-hmm. nothing about. Oh, it would have been so good. Yeah, I mean, not good television wise, but like good for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and of course. Uh, in this episode, we find out that Finch's autopsy, Alan, Alan Finch's autopsy, has wooden splinters in his stab wound. So the man knows who did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much. Um, so then we get this. Ah, oh, guys, I missed all the subtleties of Faith's frailty for so long. Like, I've just never noticed these moments. Like they go to Alan's office that night, Buffy and Faith, to snoop around and, you know, Faith like picks up the picture that's on his desk and she like sort of strokes it softly and she's like he came out of nowhere, you know, and she gets lost in the moment and then then immediately goes on the defensive when Buffy tries to support her emotionally. Yeah, And it's just so, she's such a complex, interesting character actually that I I just really missed all of this. Yeah. And it it really frustrates me throughout this episode because you do get those moments from Faith especially in this kind of first half of the episode and then kind of watching this is my opinion but like watching everyone's kind of poor attempts to sort of I don't know connect to her and like meet her where she is I just think that like none of them are the right people to do it like they all try and get to her the wrong way none of them really get her yeah Angel's the closest how funny yeah yeah definitely the closest (laughs) but um yeah it's just frustrating watching them all try to like for once, do the right thing after, you know, however many months of neglecting her. Well, how many months have they known her? And it's like they don't know her at all, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like no like no wonder she's not very receptive to them trying to, like, be mm-hmm. on her side and help her or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the only time they ever reach out is when, you know, she's, she's done deep. something bad. Yeah, yeah. she's in yeah. trouble. Like it's the naughty Never child thing, right? Like they only get they only get um, attention when they're being punished, or mm. you know when they've mm. done something naughty. So they keep doing naughty things. Yeah, it's very yeah. frustrating because yeah, just like none of them are even close to reaching, except for Angel. Like except said. for Angel. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of this scene, we finally Buffy finally gets the reveal that the mayor is evil. Yeah, like we have seen it, but they yep. never have. We've known for mm. some time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I didn't really put that together, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually, yeah. that didn't occur to me at all. Like, it just sort of is so evil, you know? Yeah, mm. and they just had no idea. Like, he was, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So then we get this great chat between Buffy and Faith, which I basically just, like, stared at because they were really good. It was a really good scene. This like, was they, a great this chat. Really it was actually quite compelling. It was quite compelling. And how did you feel about the general content, Chris? Like Faith sort of saying that they're above the law, that their nightly deeds kind of make them better than others and that they save so many lives. So, sure, if they kill one occasionally, what's the damage? Thoughts? (laughs) I mean, she's not right. She's got I a agree. point. She's got a point. She's got I, a point, but she's not, she not right. Got a point? I know. I feel no, like I agree. The, I feel like the frustrating kind of like like philosophical discussion around this is that she makes great points, and it's almost like we would we would let her be right if she if she like acted like she didn't believe she was better, but then like we would let her be better. Like it's yeah. almost like if she doesn't admit that if she doesn't 
Yeah. yeah, if she doesn't like openly state that she thinks slayers are above the law and better, then I think everyone would be more happy okay to allow it. them to be kind of yeah, yeah. Outside of the, you know, it's yeah, like you know, you're right there. It's like the act of acknowledging it and admitting it and stating it is what makes it bad. It's as long as we don't talk about it, kind it's of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But it's almost in a way. There's a a humility to the way Buffy. Buffy knows all of that. Buffy yeah. does know all of that. She does. I mean, it's impossible not to. She was the chosen one. You know, she is the Slayer, mm. but she has a humility to the way she takes that mantle I think yeah um and but and Faith isn't currently displaying that humility she's just embracing the godness of her role you know the yeah. kind of you know yeah yeah interesting yeah well that's it you kind of have to like package it with the remorse like I think it's fine and we've done more good but obviously like I feel bad and I wish it hadn't happened and like it's still a shame that he died and all lives are valuable mm. but you know I've got a lot more good to do like you yeah so Buffy gets home and then we get this great scene where we cut between Detective Stein oh, yeah. interviewing Buffy and Stein. interviewing Faith. And, in fact, in this episode on the script you find out that his first name is Paul. So we've got Paul Stein on the job. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm not going to do him. I'm not going to do him as my name minor character. But let me just tell you that every single fucking role that he has ever done, he does a lot of little small bit parts and every single time he is either a cop or an army guy. <laughs> Oh, for sure. He, he's yeah. totally got that vibe. I mean, yeah. you know, he's got a good agent, you know? They, yeah. they know, they know, they what, know. They know what yeah. they to put him up for, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, a bit of a, I like this, I like the cut, you know, it's a very classic kind of scene yeah. where you're kind of like talking to two people and you cut between them asking the same question of both and getting the other person answering and it's quite good, yeah. Yeah, and again just makes this episode feel a little different because we don't normally have these like crime investigation yeah. themes on Buffy. So this mm. you would see in other TV shows but you don't really get this classic cut in Buffy. They really have explored some quite different styles this se- season, haven't they? Like, you know, we had the Zeppo, which was very different and kind of flipped the whole thing on its head. And then we've got this one, which is, you know, Law and Order Buffy, Buffy Victims Unit. And, mm. um, yeah, it's quite interesting seeing these different episodes. Who knows what styles they'll do in the future? Who knows? Who knows? Who- musical, they'll do a musical one. I know. <laughs> I know that they do that. That's Shush. one of the things that I Shush. know. you don't know that. <laughs> I know. Heaps. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> oh, Quick, Megan, we need to make a reference that he doesn't understand. <laughs> 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 um, so um, then we get some more. Oh, did you want to say something about this scene? Sorry, Megan. No, no, no. no. I was just going to say that then we get some more creepy angel, like staring from a distance. While He's Faith really is so creepy. <laughs> so <laughs> creepy this episode. But it's, but it's just like. It's just who he is at this point. Like, you see him yeah. lurking in Dark Show, you're like, there's Angel doing his thing. Like, what else would he be doing? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So then we cut to Willow's house and we remember that Willow does, in fact, have a door to the yeah. outside and she can, in fact, leave her room. Whenever she wants. And doesn't need to get locked into it as, like she as, did in Gingerbread. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't be bothered finding a, a riding around that. They just, just couldn't be Just bothered. ignored it. Yeah. So Buffy <laughs> arrives through said door and uh, they have this great little scene and cannot get enough of Willow in this moment where she's all, like, yelling oh at Buffy God. and then Buffy, like, bursts into tears when she 
says I couldn't kill a man with my bare hands and that just makes Buffy like burst into tears and then Willow's all like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was, I'm a bad, bad I was too hard on you. I'm a bad, <laughs> bad, bad person. So cute. Yeah, I will say it's interesting the words that are used here um, because she says to Buffy um, that she's not, um, that she feels like all of a sudden she's not cool enough to spend time with Buffy. And I feel like the way she's reacted these last couple of episodes, like this is definitely hit on a nerve for her because Mm. obviously she's, or like if you remember the first couple of episodes in the first season, she basically assumed she was never going to be cool enough to hang out with Buffy and Buffy yeah. kind of like befriended her anyway and that made her feel so amazing. And so she's now having this like little moment of self-doubt where she's like, you know, Buffy doesn't think I'm cool anymore and doesn't want to hang out with me. And so that's like I feel like that's so much a part of her deep psyche mm-hmm. <laughs> that this has all been really hard for her. Yeah. But yeah. like you do wonder, it, like if this were like how this would play out in real life, you do wonder if Willow wouldn't have gotten some better advice and sounding boards from like Xander and Oz in the background to kind of like alleviate some of her concerns. No, 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 I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm just remembering what it was like in high school. People just like the emotions are high and small moments yeah, can turn into true. very big moments. Yeah, fair mm, enough. That is true. Yeah. It's Boy, easy that's... to say that now as, as the emotionally mm. mature adults that we clearly are. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know you okay. wouldn't believe me, uh-huh. but um, I, was a, I was a pretty emotionally mature teenager. Like, uh, I do stage. believe that. I can, I can imagine that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was not, and I can vouch for the fact that I would definitely have lost my shit over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much exactly the same as I've always been. <laughs> I'm not even surprised by that. I'm pretty sure that you were like a baby like this, Mabel. Like I'm yeah. fairly certain. I came out of the womb as is. Fair and reasoned. <laughs> um, Coming out well, this is an ideal. I'm covered in juices, but, you know, I'm life's pretty good, I suppose. loving what's happening, and if I could just get, like, a bath or something just to wash some of this <laughs> just off. Just wait this out and see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Um, <same>. And see. <laughs> uh, Willow gets Buffy to go to Giles, but she's too late because holy shit beat her to it oh yeah holy what did what did you shit. think chris yes jaw on the floor moment yeah. i was like oh no yeah giles is a good actor right you totally are convinced of course he's he on is. Faith's side yeah oh my <laughs> god generation i i was so mad i was so <laughs> upset i was like oh, fuck you faith fuck you you're oh, the one that did it. You're blaming Buffy, throwing Buffy under the bus. Screw you, Faith. You don't know shit. She was protecting you. <laughs> oh. I don't think I ever bought this scene for a second. I really like, oh, ever. I watched. I I literally watched this and I wrote. I was like, I was like speaking to you, Chris, in my head, watching this, being like, Chris, you knew Giles knew Buffy was innocent, right? Like, no way in hell he'd yeah. buy that. And you know what's like, interesting? Like a few episodes ago when we were talking about the crystals, right, and, and oh, yeah. first saw Giles inject Buffy with that stuff, mm. Chris was like, somebody has taken over Giles. There is no way Giles would be this person. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, and I'm the same, Chris, I felt for this hook, line, and sinker. I was like, mm. oh, my God, I can't believe Giles is believing faith right now. What the fuck? What the fuck? I, you know? I think the thing that just blew it for me into like I would never I don't think I've ever bought this in a million years and it's because of like how harsh Giles was like I think if Giles did actually believe that Buffy had done it this isn't how he would react like I think that's what killed it for me yeah it was just too like 
it, yeah, if he did think Buffy had done it, this isn't how Giles would react. So I, I didn't Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, in the moment, I mean, it was very short. But, yeah, no, I he's didn't very have a lot of time to think about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I still respect you guys. Don't worry. You know, Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks. That really means a lot. Yeah. But thankfully, very quickly, we faith leaves and we find out that Buffy is believed by Giles and Giles didn't, she didn't oh. even need to say it. Giles was just like, yeah, I know it was Faith. She's a terrible liar. I got it. It's all yeah. G. I, I was sweating. I was, I was like, whoo-hoo, thank God. God bless like, you, Giles. Again, don't you think that, like, realistically he would have, like, reassured her more? Like, he let her believe it for, like, a few seconds too long. Like, well, no, but you could see he was looking out was the window making sure that Faith was gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, didn't really do a good job of checking if fucking Wesley was out there listening oh in on their conversation, though, eh? God. Fuck Wesley. Fuck that guy. Wesley. Fuck that guy. I'm kind here. of on Team Wesley here, to be honest. Whoa. Oh, I just. My no. God. No. I killed someone, though. Yes, and they are dealing with it. I don't know if they really are. And like, I, I think like they're kind of willing it away, like they always do with Faith. I think this needs to be fucking addressed and fixed. So, look, here's the thing, though, Chris. Like, because, I mean, she's a slayer. So she has power. She has strength, right? This isn't, you can't just contain a slayer. Certainly you can't just send her to jail because she'll just break out and fucking kill a bunch of people because she's a slayer and she's really strong and powerful. They need to get her to a point where she can accept that she did wrong before they can start to rebuild. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, but I think I think that maybe that could, that could happen at the Council of Watchers. You know, like we don't know that she can't. Yeah, you know, maybe she'll get, come out of denial and acknowledge do, everything do, there as well. Do, maybe. Do you remember a few episodes ago and the way they treated the fucking Slayer? Do they do the anything else? That's all. I really, well, so that's that is the thing though. So because they were so sort of chill on the whole killing machine thing, like that's what they want the Slayer to be, a, mm. like a crazy killing machine. Yeah, they're probably going to be pretty chill on this, but. I'm sure they have some sort of form of rehabilita- re- rehabilitation to to help I mean, Faith along the way. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what I was feeling. Like, I thought the councils would kind of do this. But I think what drives me most crazy about Wesley's part in this is him doing this alone. all. Yeah, he acts alone. He does it all behind their back. He doesn't. He's clearly just, like, sneaking behind their backs. And, like, especially coming off, like, his, like, they mentioned at the start of this episode, like, Giles is like, oh, remember how good your last adventure went? Like, Wesley was useless. He saw how proficient the team works, how proficient Giles is, and he decided to, you know, not try to learn anything from them, not concede that maybe he has things to learn from them and he can, like, work with them instead of against them. He just goes through his stupid watcher arrogant i mean he's quentin light he's quentin travers light basically like he's just kind of like he's just got that vibe of like i know best because i'm the the you know white privileged male here so i'm the one with the uh, knowledge and i'm just going to do what i know is right rather than actually having engaging in a discussion like giles's response is I don't know what to do. Let's get the gang together and have a chat and try to figure out what the best way forward is. Wesley's way of going is, I know what's right. I'm just going to do it and I'm not going to talk to anybody about it. Yeah, this is pretty serious, though. This isn't like she stole some cakes from the bake sale. Like, oh, let's have a chat about it. What are we going to do? She killed someone. Like, I think... Uh, you know, I think it's all well and good looking at it from our perspective that we've, you know, we've seen Faith all these episodes. We've gotten to know Faith. How would you... Megan, no. Oh. <laughs> but how would you how would you communicate this to bloody Alan's mum? 
You know, sure. Alan's mum was the main character. But you know? can I take you back and to a conversation? Just, oh, we're going to let her come to terms with it before we do anything. Can no, I take let's... you? I'll take you back to a conversation that we had about ten minutes ago, okay. um, where we talked about Faith talking about the collateral damage of being a slayer, and you were like, "She has some good points. She's not right. She's not right. <laughs> but she has some good points." Listen, it's it's shades of grey. It's shades, shades of grey. And that's what Wesley doesn't have, Chris. He's black and white. He is not shades of grey. And Giles sees this, the grey. This is your favourite character, by the way. Let's let's uh... <laughs> I feel like Wesley might have some shades of grey when it comes to dating underage high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet he fucking does. So look, we'll say apparently, according to the dates, if Faith, sorry, if the d- date of her birthday is the same date as its air date. Um, there'll be an episode where we find out about Cordy's birthday. Spoiler right. alert. Sorry. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, that's fine. Then if that birthday is on that date, then in fact she would have already been aged 18 by the time she met Wesley. You know, so oh. totally fine for him to mank on a student. All good. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Can I just be clear that I don't think so? Uh, <laughs> God, me is just chill now. Just like takes us out in students, people just killing other people. Yeah. I'm all it's good. All fine. I'm fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Oh, nah. It's all a moral gray area, really. Isn't it, it really, it really is. It really is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll try and lay off Wesley, but honestly, like I've just been so fuck Wesley because I think oh, this is this is one of those things that I do with Buffy or any TV show where something that like really frustrates and annoys me, I clearly just like wipe it from my memory, and then the next time I come across it, it's just still so frustrating you know what actually i'm i'm about to jump on the fuck wesley train yeah in, in in a few in a few scenes time okay right? yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's cool. Let's get Great. To that. all right well let's get there because the scooby gang decides to meet for an intervention plan mm. um they decide to meet in the cafeteria instead of the, the library cafeteria. because I, maybe wesley's watching i guess because they were desperate to just like mix it up a little bit i know that um that some yeah. of the uh the um, makers of the show talked about how, yeah. like, how much they tried to get out of that fucking library because they spent yeah. so much time in there. I mean, we saw the duck this, we saw the duck again for the first yes. time in a while. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't been to the bronze in a, well, I mean, last episode. Oh, but we haven't yeah. seen the bronze that much. We haven't seen that bronze that much. Um, we finally um, see Xander for the first time this episode, 23 minutes in, over holy halfway shit, through is that the, the first time? Wow. Yeah. I didn't notice. Crazy. Yeah, didn't neither. miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, like the first scene that he's back in, he's still just talking about sleeping with Faith. Oh, my God. Seriously, dude cannot let it go. But, though, guys. That was a pretty hilarious scene, just quietly. Oh, my God. Brutal, right? When Buffy's all like, um, sorry, dude. She just doesn't really, like, care that much about you. Yeah, she could have stopped awkwardness. there, but then when she goes on to be like, she actually thinks of them as a big joke. No, Oh, my is. God. I know. Like, she just kept like, going. Just so bad. But before we get to that. Mm-hmm. Willow's face when she realizes what happened between Faith and Xander. Did you catch that moment, Chris? It's brutal. Willow's face. Faith. So oh, Willow's yeah, face I when did. she has that moment of realization before everyone else gets it. Yeah, and I wonder what you back. guys what do you guys think of it? Listen, you know, it's sad, but let's fucking move past this. You know, I go like, you know, I, I, I think it's fine to have a, a little cry. You know, we've all been there. It's all right to have a, sometimes you need to have a little quick little cry. You know, yeah. I've been there. But I'd fucking fuck Willow and Xander. All right, I'm done with it. Yeah, I don't agreed, want to do anything agreed. anymore. Agreed. Uh, I. I'm so done. look. I mean, we all know how I feel about the fucking Willow and Xander thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. It's funny because I don't attach that bullshit to this moment. 
This moment for me is Willow crying for the love she's had for Xander for fucking 10 years. You know, like she's loved Xander for so long and and I don't feel like this is Willow crying because they were together for a bit and then they weren't. This is Willow crying because this is a man that for many, many years she imagined being with. She probably imagined losing her virginity too and she's just found out that he's lost his virginity because she would know this. She would know that it's his first time because she knows so much about Xander. She's just literally found out that he's lost his virginity to somebody who has basically come in and ruined her life and taken away all of the people close to her. I get this moment so hard. And let's be honest, Alison Hannigan crying is always a gut-wrencher. It is true. That That shit can fucking cry. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, well, it's good that you get it. I don't get it at all. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I just can't. It makes no sense to me. I can't. I don't. Get I don't see that coming at all. <laughs> I don't either. I have to say, you were going to go with Megan. I don't see that coming at all. Wow. <laughs> I'm a lone wolf on this sucker. Yeah. Wow. I think. Um, you know, even, look they... honestly. Even her crying in the bathroom stall. I was watching it and I was like, no, nah, I don't buy it. I don't get wow. it. I think. I think I would have gone along with it. And I think I would have felt like you were feeling Megan. But they, we can't just will away those bad scenes because we want them to go away. You know, they happen, yeah. they wrote them in, they're canon, they exist. Mm. And we can't, you know, we gotta we gotta take it uh take it all at once. You know? We can't just yeah. sort of you know, Yeah, no, you're right. It's so funny it. because I, literally as I was watching this episode and this scene, I had forgotten all about I mean, to be fair, I have a lot of baby brains, so you know, <laughs> but I had forgotten all about the the affair. Yeah. I I I forgotten all about it. For me, that moment is purely about her crying over someone she loved for a really long time and and more than that crying over the fact that faith is taking everybody from her and yeah. you know and she even mentions it later she has you know an issue with faith yeah. sharing her people um and it, i don't know i just it's such a powerful moment for me that's so interesting that you guys didn't get it and i, I get why they, i do they get sacrificed why. the power that moment could have had they did you're right you're absolutely right chris yeah i think that's i think that's a valid point yeah they kind yeah. of took the wind out of that moment yeah I think, yeah, I think I do. I do definitely appreciate later when she mentions about how she has issues with Faith taking her people away. I do mm. like how clearly that's delivered and it's not about Xander. Like maybe part of mm. it's about Xander, but mm. that line is clearly not all about the Xander mm. thing. Mm. And I think that's appropriate and I'm really glad that they did the line that way. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, like maybe like maybe if there was a little more on-screen build-up of like the resentment towards Faith and stuff, then mm. like maybe... I would have bought this a little more. It didn't make sense yeah. to me. I just, I like, I, I guess I can see it. I can see, I mean, look. Oh, my God, I'm going to do a cry. Um, no, I'm not. I'm just going to say that, like, I'm divorced, as we know. I think we've talked mm. about it before. And I am so glad because I have the most amazing partner and the most amazing life and I'm so happy and love everything about my life. But there was a version of me that intended to be married forever and you know every now and again I'd have a moment of like or even just at the time like I was so sad and broken by the fact that this vision I had for what my life was going to be was absolutely unequivocally no more and it was never going to be and that's what she's crying for that's that's what her heart is breaking for not not the Xander of her affair not 
the Xander even in that moment, in that now. The Xander that she imagined, the Xander that was going to be the love of her life, that they were going to only ever love each other from the beginning and be each other's first. And, you know, that's the moment she was crying for, I think. Personally. I mean, yeah, I, I get that part. And I, I, I hate to feel free to put the music under it. This is your superpower, Megan. This is your superpower. <laughs> to like to see yourself on the screen within the characters. I've, I've never been able to do that. Not, not even close. I think, Amazing. I think what does it for me, I can I can get behind all of that. But I think maybe it's the fact that I romanticize Willow and Oz's relationship so much. The fact that right now, in theory, mm. she is with Oz and in love with Oz, I just don't see this because in sure. my head she's currently in love with us and I don't yeah. see it. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So fair. I think I, I just it. I just ship them so hard that I don't see any of this stuff. I get it. In my, in my it. mind, their relationship is so happy that Willow would never be upset about anything to do with Xander. Yeah. Sure. I Look, I mean we all know how I feel about Xander. So I do get that <laughs> that sentiment for but sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Um just at the end of this intervention scene, can I just say, so Buffy right at the end says, I don't know what the context is, um, but she says, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that because I owe her that. Buffy, yeah. you owe her so much fucking more than that. Yeah. I was right with you on that one. When she said that line, I was like, "You, yeah, you owe her so much more than that, all of you. Oh. This is the very least you can do. And it's clearly already too late. Yep. Uh, so then we get a great sad montage. Man, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show, really knows how to do a sad montage. They pick the best music. It's always really gut-wrenching. We get the Allison, we get the Willow crying in the bathroom, we get Xander being all sad, and then we cut to Faith, who was obviously very sad. Was Xander on Buffy's stairs? No, I think he was on the library stairs. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. no, but I can yeah. see why you thought that, yeah. but just picturing the image and, yeah. So despite the warning, Xander decides to visit Faith. Mm. Jesus, there's some intense scenes in this episode. I mean. Yeah, it's a big <sighs> one. She's just casually hanging out at home in leather pants. Like, is she going <laughs> I mean, out? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, there's, like, weird sort of, yeah, like, yeah. not see-through, but, like, half the bits half of see-through. Top. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I guess as far as we know, Faith does go out a lot. Sure. Right? Maybe she's probably, here, so she's maybe. Yeah, she'll be heading out patrolling, sure. She was probably yeah, probably okay. get the bronze on her yeah. way. For sure. But, yeah, it seemed weird. She was just she was just hanging out in bed watching some TV in these shiny leather pants. <laughs> uh, so I love how Xander's like, you know, I'll, I'll stand up for you. I'll testify in court for you. Oh, my God, so weird. That was a weird moment, right? You, you a fucking witness, bro? What do you mean? What are you I talking know. about? Like, Who wants to hear from you? It was so, it was such a, it was so weird. And again, just watching this, I'm like, do you think this is helping? Like bringing up that you want her to go to court so you can testify that you think it was a mistake? Like what the fuck are you going on about? No one wants to hear a character reference from a fucking teenager. (laughs) Shut up. I know it is weird because like I watched this and it's kind of written like Xander like I feel like Xander's supposed to just very earnestly want to help Faith he thinks they have a connection and he's yeah. there but it does like it it just does feel really weird know, weird that he's there I don't know yeah. but I think that's it supposed to feel that in a way it's supposed to be a bit like dude you are just this is not the right thing for you to yeah. be doing especially when you've already been told that that's clearly you know I mean it, it, it had for me a feeling of like he needed to prove 
yeah. that there was a connection. Yeah. And yep. and even within the scene, he kind of like she kind of says something to him and he's like, no, no, we had a connection, you know. Like there yeah. is this almost like desperate need for him to prove that there was a connection and that is disproved wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, maybe he learned his lesson because he did almost die. How sure, uncomfortable yes. did that whole scene make you? Yeah, very. It was really hard Oh, my to watch. God. Pretty real it was, one. It was really so, hard to watch. So hard to watch. For so many, really like for so many reasons. Like it was really hard to watch. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, just really Again, this this episode is very well done, very well scripted, very well acted, very well directed. It's an episode for so many reasons, and this mm. scene is one of them. Yeah. So obviously before Faith can kill Xander, do we think she would have killed him? Do you think she might have had a moment before? I think he took his life. I think breath? I think based on the faith that I've gotten to know thus far in the in the series. Yeah. I would have said no. I think based on the way this scene was playing out and it was, yeah, the scene was playing out, it was up in the air. Like the way it was, the look on her face. You think, no, she wouldn't have killed him? I, I think in theory she wouldn't have, but I no. think just going off how she was acting in the scene, honestly, the way she was, the look on her face, I like wasn't sure. Yeah. Like, I know, probably, I'm not sure. Yeah, like probably not. Like all reason points to that. I don't think she would have. I don't mm. think she was a like a cold-blooded killer. Mm. But she really seemed to be playing with something. Like I mm-hmm. don't know. It was, yeah, it was a scary it was moment. Well, thankfully yeah. we never have to find out because Angel's been creepy stalking again. So fucking thankfully classic, right? he was here to stop her. Curving out in front of a teenage girl's room. Oh. <laughs> Once oh, again. Lucky he's there. <laughs> watching <laughs> as a man enters the room. <laughs> fucking, what the Has hell? he been invited in before? Yeah. Oh. 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 No, it's a hotel room. I don't think he has to be. Yeah, no, but I thought we've had this, like, when someone yeah. is, like, when someone is, yeah, is renting or whatever a hotel room, like, that is their but residence while she's they're had a vampire it. enter that room before. Kikistos could enter that room. Well, I mean, I've sort of made this joke earlier that in Sunnydale there's this one motel room. Mm. It's just the one set that they just reuse mm, every mm. time. So maybe... Angel has been led into one of those many, many <laughs> different uh, different residents. Yeah, so here's uh, a question. There. Like if someone was staying in that hotel and invited a vampire in yeah. and then they left and then another person came and sat in that hotel and that same vampire came by, would he be able to enter that hotel? Well, this room? is like Great in theory question. in my mind, the like weird yeah. unexplainable magic around be, needing to be invited in to sure. me it's like well once like you've paid for three nights you get your vampire protection for three nights <laughs> and then the next person who pays gets it you know you can choose to do with those three nights what you will because like same question right like your your house like if you sell your house and you've like if buffy sells her house and angel's invited in like do the next yeah. people have to deal with angel or is it, just, is it fairly, on the deed? i'm fairly certain that there's an episode in Angel where this is discussed and basically that motel rooms and hotel rooms don't count because they're temporary abodes. Yeah, okay. But if you've got a lease, it's okay? Sure, yeah, long-term, monthly, month-long lease, yeah. You know what? If if vampires were just real estate agents, that would make a lot of sense. That would line up a lot, actually, now I think about it. Look, I think what we can... But safely say is that it's a little murky. This rule, yeah. a little murky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Overall. Yeah. So Faith wakes up in chains 
Um, because you know, Angel's taking it to the next level on the creepy stalker at this point. Certainly is. <laughs> like taken in its own without any context, this moment where he's like been creepy stalking her, then like knocks her out, and then she wakes up in chains and locked up in his mansion. This dude's creepy, man. Yep. <laughs> that being said, though, he is the perfect person to talk to her. Like he yeah. knows best about it dealing makes, with regret. And yeah, makes yeah, so it much made, sense. made so much sense. Mm. And I think, yeah, because I do still think it's like watching it's not quite right. Like he I didn't I still don't think he hits all the right notes to like get through no. her. At least. But um not this watching time. it spe- yeah, mm. but watching it, especially compared to everyone else's attempts, like it immediately just looks so much better. Yeah. I think especially because everyone else is going with this, this almost like faux pity tone where they're like we're just mm. here to help you and, and like coming from people that have never yeah. really been friends to her just honestly seems so phony i feel like angel at least has that kind of tough love tone that i think well is yeah i mean his, his is very much you're absolutely right it's like yeah everyone else is kind of like i just want help faith just let me understand whereas angel never says that angel says i yeah. get you i'm already on and you know what this is for me where i sometimes think you know like you know, sometimes I think about volunteering and doing like white line or something where you get to be like a mentor for, for you know, disadvantaged kid and whatever. And I, and I sometimes think, am I the right person for that coming from my white privilege? You know, yeah. like in some ways I'm kind of like, am I going to be able to be on that level? Because in some ways you almost have to have gone through through a certain thing in order to truly be able to help someone else go through it. It's a bit mm. like depression, you know, like unless you've been through it, it's really, it can be really hard to kind of, give another person who's going through depression what they need from people, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think you're kind of on the money. I kind of think that is how it needs to be. Yeah. Like Angel has killed people and he's had to find a way to be remorseful for that. I mean, he kind of had no choice because he's got his soul back and, you know, he's had to deal with that, the, the, the pain of that. And so he really literally is like living on her street in this moment, mm. you know? Yeah. And even just yeah. kind of laying down the options. Cause he kind of spells out like, you know, she doesn't have to go down it, but like at this point she could choose to be like an evil killer essentially. Mm. And I, I kind of, it's just like the lack of babying her that the others were trying to do. And just, yeah. like, they were also just, Oh, yeah. like, he, 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 treats, thing, he treats her feelings like they're valid mm. where I feel like everyone else has almost been like you being a bit of a spoiled brat. Like that's the moment they're coming from in their own yeah. minds. They're they're not saying yeah. that to her, but in their own minds, they're like, she's being an idiot. She's wrong. Whereas Angel yeah. is coming from a place of, I understand everything you're feeling. Your feelings are valid, but we need to move past that together. You know? Yeah. 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 Acknowledging Again, where she's at. Yeah. Cause like, I agree that obviously she's in denial and she has to like face what she's done to move forward, but everyone else was kind of just trying to get her to like admit guilt be accountable mm. without really any more offer aside from you have to do the right thing, step up, be guilty and take accountability. And it's mm. like, how is that an appealing yes. offer, honestly? Like what does that do for that, her? That's yes. You know, that's that is such a great um that's a, such a great way of explaining it, Mabel, in a way like they're asking her to be incredibly vulnerable, right? And they're offering no vulnerability back. Whereas mm. Angel is like, here's all my shit because, you know, I'm I'm there with you. I get it, you know. Yeah. And so here's all my shit. Here's my vulnerabilities. 
and now I'm open and and if you want to be vulnerable with me, I'm here. I'm here for that, yeah. you know. And even just the yeah. value proposition for her, like the, if she does kind of face this head on, like she like she can choose a life that she wants. Like she can choose whether or not she wants to stay in this dark place. Like that is that is a benefit to her actually facing it, that she can she can choose the kind of life she wants to live. Whereas I feel like no one else was really talking about what benefit she gets by facing it head on. Like there wasn't really any, but I know it's, but I do kind of think it is about what it does for her <laughs> and no one was really talking about that. So we we get this next little moment where um, Faith like lets Angel get a bit close to her and then talks about, you know, how um, I can't remember the exact words she says, but she says something along the lines of, you know, oh, most men, you know, uh, like that talk like you that are that are like that are just like you know uh, just let me come in for a minute and yeah. you know I promise I won't try anything. I just want to put it out there. I think that Faith might have had some abuse in her past, like three Slayer days, and that yep. explains a lot of her attitude towards men and yep. her issues with power. And mm-hmm. I feel so much for her now. It's oh, weird, man. I, I like, got the same thing from that. Yeah. It's a lot. Even even not even just this episode. It's yeah, that's yeah. a yeah. certainly recurring theme. Yeah. 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 And you know, yeah, just the words she said, I just was like, yeah, that's she's clearly like, and I would say it's pre-slayer days. It was before she had power. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that does it really explain in some ways why like she's just got so much, so many unresolved issues really that happened yeah. even before she was a slayer. That now that she is a slayer and she has all this power, it's no wonder she's not kind of using it in a in a healthy yeah. way you know yeah I mean I was, that would give you like such deep rooted trust issues the fact that she was still kind of opening up to Angel in this moment like speaks hugely to her like strength of overcoming a lot of that trauma yeah. because like it would take a lot to 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 get over some of that stuff you know mm-hmm. I, I think at some point in the speech Angel kind of comments on like you're not you're not much more than a child Yes. And I was like, yes, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I did too. I did too, Mabel. Uh, so we head back to City Hall and the mayor is not super happy to find out that Buffy now knows that he's evil mm, and uh, suggests that perhaps Mr. Trick might like to do something to take care of the Slayers. Um, when we head back to Faith and Buffy, I mean Faith and Angel, and he's still trying and, you know, seems like he's just starting to make a connection, may have, maybe have some success. Yeah. Fucking Wesley. Shows up, <laughs> fucking watches council, fucking oh fuck them all. Look at these random dudes, you know? How do they find us random people in Sunnydale? You know, it's such a small town. <sighs> I don't know if, like, honestly, if the watches council has so much manpower and all these like professional people on the clock, like if Wesley wants to investigate a murder. Send the bloody lackeys to do the reconnaissance yeah. work. True. Good point. Like, Not people Slayers. on the payroll. That's a good point. Well, yeah, they're just hired thugs. Seriously, who were these people? And if they were hired thugs, why does Wesley care about him that much when he's when they're, like, in the van together? Like, wouldn't he just be like, cool, kill that guy. I don't care. I'm taking you to the council. God, he's such a fucking pussy. I hate that guy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I love that you're just like, why didn't Wesley just let that innocent guy die? Jesus, what a <laughs> pussy. 
Oh God, I didn't hear it. That's so such a like, non-Megan thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Uh, because you know, I mean, literally a few episodes ago, when those dudes died in the house during the Crucimentum, mm. like Quentin Travis is all like, you know, we we know there's risks with this job and everybody gets their affairs in order. So mm. I was like, this dude, if he's a part of the council payroll, he knows what the risks are. He gets his affairs in order. He should be okay to die. And Wesley should know that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. This is when I yeah. fall off the Wesley train, personally. Yeah. It's just like, you have the upper hand while she's cuffed up. Like, yep. why Why would you? Why? What possible Why did advantage? you not cuff her feet also? That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I feel like she can't fucking pop this guy's head with her shoes, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't possible. Like, especially yeah. the way yeah. they filmed it. Like, it just looked like she was resting her feet on this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Wake up, Wesley. Fucker. You know, yeah. He's if you're gonna kidnap a... a little girl, do it properly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Am I right? I mean, totally again, right, just Chris. coming Absolutely. off all of like 100%. the Wesley jailbait comments again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have gotten super wrong this episode. Um, oh yeah, Wesley is, but like, right? He's so green and incompetent. Like, yeah, when we first meet him, he clearly knows his theory and stuff, but he's so green. Was there yeah. not a better watcher to replace Giles? Like, surely this isn't the next in command. Like, surely. Like, there's only one watcher that actively watches the Slayers. They didn't have someone more experienced. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe Buffy had been a Slayer for a few years now, and so they figured, you know, she sort of knows yeah. what she's doing. She yeah, passed that little dumb little test. Train the, <laughs> the like, watcher. send Wesley as, like, the watcher's intern, you know? Yeah, like- man. Yeah, I reckon he's fresh off an internship. I reckon that's what it is. It's like, all right, he should be should be ready for his own now. Let's see how he goes, and uh, then he yeah. uncuffs. Like, I mean, I feel like yeah. there's got to be some nepotism, right? Like his Ooh. dad's in the, his dad's high up, and he's like, just put my son in. He's Big gonna call. Be great. Big call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so Angel heads to the Scoobies and lets them know about fucking Wesley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they all head out. Oh, and then, but then while he's telling him that, of course, Wesley shows up and is like, Oh, I don't have her anymore either because I'm a fucking useless dickhead. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. And so they head off on a little face scavenger hunt, everybody in a different direction. Um, Buffy's the winner. Faith is at the docks, and they have this little moment. And I'm, I literally was like, they started like having this big chat, and I was like, "Oh, Slayer fight!" And then just as they're about to fight, this thing falls from the thing, and I'm like, "Oh no, wait! Buffy's just going to protect Faith instead." Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Right. That would have been heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, lucky yeah. it wasn't a shipping container, you know? Yeah. yeah. The docks. Yeah. I mean, that stunned her for a good moment there. Like I she know. was. Down, down. Good thing her down. leopard print jacket was there too. Thank God, ball. my God, that jacket. It Thanks was a Chris. choice. That was a choice going yeah. out for the docks. There's you know? a lot of oversized jackets this season. She's mm-hmm. wearing a lot of oversized, weird ass yeah. jackets. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Oh, they're, they're she lives finally in fucking sunny down. They're finally breaking out a bit because a lot of the the Faith and Buffy episodes, they just make her look like a like a nun or something. You know, like a yeah. nun. Yeah. Well, they just put yeah. her in very like conservative preppy. They really have yeah. to juxtapose Faith. Yeah. <laughs> I had read somewhere that by season three, Sarah Michelle Geller was getting a lot more say in her wardrobe. And so, and so she her, conservative it up a lot more. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. 
Uh, yeah, interesting. Um, so vamps are attacking, and Faith, Faith does well here. She like beats off three vampires. She does. Yeah, they look like pretty wimpy vamps. I, I mean, know. thank God they came out of one at a time. That's all I'm saying. If you got away, got lucky there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and then we get this little moment where we're like, oh, good, there's still some good in Faith. She was about to leave and she saw Buffy and Mr. Trick having a fight. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to let Buffy die here. Instead, I'm going to come back and I'm going to kill Mr. Trick. Going to kill and so, Mr. Trick. Kill Mr. Trick. Kill in honor Mr. of that Trick. moment. Mr. I think that we should Mr. do something that neither Trick. of you is going to expect right huh? now. Neither of you Me? is going to expect this. What? No. no I what think we about? should. What happened in the next hey, scene? Oh, my God. <laughs> that might have occurred <laughs> Coming right, like it yeah. just didn't see it coming. No, <laughs> yeah. I found if only it was Mrs. Trick, that would really hit the trifecta, wouldn't it? It would have hit the it would have hit the trifecta, yeah. Yeah, or even non binary trick. Imagine if Buffy had gotten that part. Oh that. my god, imagine if Buffy totally. had had a non binary character. Man, that would have been amazing. Even totally a trans cool. character. Yeah. My gosh, that would have been amazing. Um, but we didn't get that. Instead, we've got Mr. Trick. Mr. Trick! Finally, Derek. My boy, Mr. I love Trick. Mr. Trick. Yeah. yeah. He lasted a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting a little bit more. I'm not going to lie. I thought mm. he had some. A little more to give than just it was over playing fiddle, for second fiddle to the. I'm yeah. sad. I'm sad that Mr. Trick is dead. Yeah. I think he did have a lot more to give. And like, so we don't even know Mr. Trick's first name because, you know, he was a person of colour. So M- he did warrant a first name. Mr. is his first yeah. name indeed. Um, you know, and like he had such a good time on Buffy. He came with Kakistos and then he just like adapted. Yeah. He had Slayer Fest 98. Yeah. That was fun. Yes. Slayer so Fest was fun. How good was Slayer Fest 98? Yeah. And then he started working for the mayor. And then he's like had this great death where he's all just like, oh, this is no good. This is no good at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mr. Trick. Yeah. So Mr. Trick is played by K. Todd Freeman. K, 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 K with a with a full stop, the letter K, full stop. Todd Freeman, right, right, Freeman. And guys, my mind has been fucking blown because I cannot believe that I did not recognize him. Have any of you seen the Netflix A Series of Unfortunate Events? Yes, Jim Carrey. Yes, yes, yes. He's fucking Arthur Poe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh my god! I was just like, oh my god! That's a different character, though. Such a different yeah. character. Oh, that's so that cool. was mind blowing. He was also in Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales, which Ooh. I think was like the tenth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, I don't know if I've gotten that far in that franchise. I definitely yeah, haven't. Never. But he basically he played Captain Morgan, who was the um, captain of the Black Pearl. Before Jack Sparrow took it over, so oh. he gifted it to Jack Sparrow, basically. Okay. okay. Um, he was also in um, the Cider House Rules with um, yes, old mate. From yeah, the, that. Yeah, what's yeah. his name? It's Charlie Theron and well, Michael Caine. Cider House Rules, maybe. No. Pardon? 
Is it Michael Caine inside a house rules? Am Michael Caine is inside a house rules, but that, that's not who I was thinking about. The guy who played Spider Man with Kirsten Dunst. Toby Maguire? Oh, Toby Maguire. Yes, Toby Maguire. Thank you very much. So he was in that. He played one of the apple pickers in that. He was in The Dark Knight. Whoa. Yes. Oh, he's been in some stuff. He was in Freeman. the 2014 um, release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Didn't watch that. Um, okay. He was in a TV series called Dangerous Minds from 96 to 97, where he was in 17 episodes. Mm. I've never heard of it, but, you know, he was in it for a while. Um, he was in, I mean, he was in, yeah, what, five episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? So he had a decent run. That's like a good effort for a name that minor character. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude has been in some stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I know he was, yeah, he was a policeman. He was a policeman in uh, uh, Dark Knight. Right. I think, I think I the opening scene sure. is a school bus at the back of his little oh, picture okay. here. Yeah, right. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Good Interesting. Credit. Yeah, he's like he he doesn't have a lot of credits. Like he's got forty six acting credits, but the stuff that he's been There's in is quality really there. quality. Yeah. and I do believe he's quite active in theatre. So he kind of like he's done. So he was nominated for Broadway's ninety three Tony Award for Best Actor um, for the Song of Jacob Zulu. He's like he's done a lot of theatre work, um, and he's a director as well. So he um, was oh. nominated for the in twenty thirteen. He was nominated for the Equity Joseph. Jefferson Award for Director of a Play for a, a show called Good People at the Steppenwolf cool. Theatre Company in Chicago, Illinois. So he wow. is an ensemble member of the Steppenwolf Theatre Company. That's I've heard Illinois. that name. I think it's, that's pretty massive. Yes. I'm pretty sure. yes. Um, he, was, he toured with the Broadway show of Wicked in oh, September 2006. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, so he does, yes, so he, he stuff. does stuff. He that's is like, awesome. And he's, he's good. He's a VIP. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. He was also in Gross Point Blank. Um, I don't know if point you guys blank. One. Gross point blank. Yes. <laughs> Is that like a yucky version of point mini, blank? Mini, mini driver and um, old mini mate driver. from High Fidelity. What are we? What's his name? Um, John Cusack. Yes. It's, it's a nineties movie. You guys don't know it, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. What a name! <laughs> that Sometimes I say things, but oh I just assume you're gonna know them. But yeah, K. Todd Freeman, Freeman. Mister Trick. We to take the Hall our of hat fame. off to you, my man. You are Hall of Famer for sure. One of my favourite characters. thank you yeah. for pointing out, you know, not a lot of, uh, what was his, what was his line early on? Yeah, not a lot of, I, um, not a lot of colour in the Dale or something. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. Not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is this week's Name That Minor Character. Cool. Ooh, official Name That Minor Character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Mr. Trick. <laughs> well earned. Well Well earned. earned. <sighs> so after Mr. Trick dies, oh, yeah. Buffy goes to chat with Giles and talks about how, you know, she came back with Buffy. Now, guys, so at this point, she came back with Buffy and Buffy just, what, left her back in her shitty hotel room? I don't Didn't know, maybe offer her a risk. room in her house or a room in Giles's house? Like, what the fuck? I know. At this point, Even surely. at this point, they are giving her the most, like, arm's length, <sighs> air quote, support yeah. that they can offer, you know? Dude, it's, it's so like, bad. We're here for you, but make sure you stay in your shitty hotel alone. Yes. But we're here for you. Fucking Angel lives in a <laughs> fucking mansion. He yeah. I know, and, like, he was bonding with her. Surely she can just crash with Angel or something, you know? Oh like, God. buddy, you're up probably with love the, somebody. Uh, yeah. 
It is just not good. So honestly, not surprising that she runs straight to the mayor. Seriously. Honestly, I just thought like pretty savvy of Faith to think of, you know, looking for a job. Like she's kind of on her own, you know, she doesn't feel like she has a lot of people. She's already crossed a line. Yeah, she's already crossed a line and like. I don't know, I just thought it was a kind of I'm smart, kind of, ballsy move. I'm seeing Faith's point of view here, seriously. Pretty shocked, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Because like, I, I was sort of thinking, like, the mayor's all alone now. Like, who's going to, who's he going to soliloquy to? Yeah. Yes. If, uh, he needs someone alone. to soliloquy to. Yes. yes. And, Faith, uh, Faith in the mayor, how's this going to play out? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very interesting. So that is the end of the episode. Yeah, these episodes oh. are getting juicy. They really so are. Juicy. They really and we're getting are. that real, that like serial arc yeah. thing really starting to happen more yeah. now. I you found know, like that a lot. Things. I found that a lot with yeah. this episode, like coming off the last one where we end on the dramatic, like Faith has just killed a man. All yeah. of this episode, I was just drawn into like, this is the aftermath. Like what's happening? Yeah. Just mm. like the suspense of like, what's going to happen to Faith? Like you, yeah. you're just in it for what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Totally. It's a totally different rush. Yeah, it was good. It was good Mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Now, Chris, did you notice anybody missing in this episode? Any person missing this episode? Oz. main character? Oz. Yeah. Where was Oz? Where was Oz? Oz was off filming Austin Powers. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Oh, cool. Cool, Good for Oz. Oh, yeah, because he just, he'd already dyed his hair black. Very As relevant. I just had the Super Bowl commercial really, yeah. really reprised. Oh, yes. Yes, you did. Yes. And, of course, we were just talking about it the other day, the, the black hair thing. You were yeah. just like, what yeah. the hell is with his black yeah, hair? Because yeah, yeah. he was about to head off on set. Such different yeah. characters. It's so cool. Yeah. It's the only time during season three that our main character was absent. So, ah. Cool. So that very is the end of the episode. Death Good. count, very small amount this episode. We had two vampires dusted by Faith and Mr. Trick All dusted right. by Faith. Yeah. yeah. So, Chris, tell us what was your favorite quote? Sometimes you just need those lines. Like, there's different lines of different, different things. Some are funny, some are dramatic, some just let you exhale. It was faith. I know. It just, when she, Buffy walks in, Giles just sits her down. It was faith. Oh, I know. Don't worry. It was faith. Uh, I know. It took me a minute to know where that yeah, was. Yeah, sorry. Probably. <laughs> I guess out of, out of the context, that was in my head. Uh, uh, but, yeah, watching it in that scene. I yes, can, yeah. I can see why yeah. that line was really was important in that moment. Oh. Thank Whew. God. Was, yes. I, I really like that one, yeah. Good, yeah. good. I like that choice. I like the reasons behind that choice. That's yeah. great. Mm. Mabel? Yeah, I felt like I think that's a good point. You know, different lines do different things. I think this whole episode from Margaret, like there were less funny lines. Mm. Like I think mm-hmm. there was still, you know, the usual kind of, good dialogue but the, there were no like hilarious lines that stuck out to me I, I didn't write a lot of lines down this yeah, time so which took, is unusual it took mm. me a while to think of it but I I did I, I just kind of enjoyed the way Willow delivered this line in this scene yeah where um she, she's already realized that Xander has um has slept with Faith and like Buffy yeah. and Giles <laughs> are picking up on it and they all look at her and she's like I don't need to say, oh, I got it before. Yes, that is a good line. It's devastating. Yeah, and just good. like her, her whole demeanour with it. Yeah. 
I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. So there was only one line where I literally did a little laugh out loud, and it's so random. And you guys are gonna be like, it's gonna be so lame. It's so lame. It's so lame. It's Mr. Trick. I have to give him his due this episode. It's Mr. Trick, and it's uh, while the mayor is shredding some documents, and he's all like, "This isn't working." And Mr. Trick goes, "It's supposed to do something besides shred." <laughs> What? Oh, it did with me. <laughs> that's 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 so. I'm so happy for you. I think we need to do like one day. We need to like pull together a collection of my favorite quotes <laughs> and how lame they are. We'll uh, we'll put it in a coffee table book. Excellent. We'll mm, chuck it on your coffee table. Just flick through. <sighs> oh gosh. Uh, what okay. won the episode, Chris? Fuck it, man. Give it to Mr. Trick, my boy. Yes. My guy, nice. Mr. Trick. Yes. Excellent. Five episodes. The second time he's won from me. Ah, it is too. You're right. Pretty good. Pretty good strike rate over there. Yep. Yep. Good. I need to think about this. You know what? Yep. I'm giving it to Faith joining the mayor. Oh, okay. Interesting. I kind of, I, yeah. I liked it as kind of like this, this kind of shock reveal, ballsy move by Faith, and just kind of like what the question it raises at the end of the episode about what that means. What happens next? I'm yes. into it. Good, good. All right. I like it. Unexpected, but I like it. Mine, I am going to go with, I'm going to just go with just generally the intense, incredible scenes that just like yeah. you could just pick out a few that were just so good. There's that Buffy and Faith one early on. There's that scene between Faith and um, Xander, which is actually quite intense and incredible. Like, you know, the first part's a bit weird, but it gets really intense and incredible. The stuff with Angel and Faith. Like mm. there's just so many incredibly well-done moments that you, you just kind of like can't look away from the screen mm. in this it, episode. It you was know? a very like captivating was, episode. Very captivating episode. Yeah. So I'm giving it to those intense moments. Awesome. Yeah. Good, yeah. good pick. Very, very good. I, I, none of us gave it to Faith. How interesting. I you know, it's thinking, a really Faith episode. I know. I was thinking about whether there was a way for me to give it to like. She's quite evil here. Like, yeah, I think in this episode, yeah. Yeah. I, I, There's a lot, a lot of, to think about with Faith. Like she's. Mm. I mean. Pretty much all the intense scenes that I'm thinking of had Faith in them. Yeah. And so in a way I'm giving it to Eliza Dushku, but I'm mm. not giving it to Faith if that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Like yeah. the incredible intelligence and and emotion that Eliza Dushku brought to this episode and the way that she has, like now that I've suddenly realised all the fucking things that are mm. fake and how complex she is mm. as a character, I'm like I'm so on the train of that, you know, and, yeah. and so it's not that I'm giving it to Faith as such because Faith in this episode is so frustrating and, and so mm. hard to love mm. but equally I see so much of what's going on for her and that's all Eliza Dushku so yeah so, I think that's like she yeah. played it really well and I think I'm really bad at separating that sometimes like when the mm. character or the storyline is annoying me and like I forget to just give props at how well yeah. the actor is portraying that whole thing Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg what first thing I saw Mark Wahlberg in was a movie called Fear where he played a rapey boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I have never been able to get right. over it. 
I cannot look at Mark Wahlberg without thinking of him as that man. Interesting. And I it's disgusting. Like I get chills down my spine every time I look at him. Oh, my God. So kudos, Mark Wahlberg. You acted the shit out of that. <laughs> that was really weird out of context. I know. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and then she just said it again. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Is he behind me? What do you mean? <laughs> it's funny because like me and his uh, camera is up, so it's just this voice, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you couldn't see my face because my face was like, I'm telling you something important because you can't see that because my camera's up. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Anyway, thanks for uh, joining us here at Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg Australia. <laughs> Follow us on the socials for all Chris, that Mark Wahlberg tell content. Us where we can find you. Four Boys <laughs> recommends the comedy podcast. It's very good fun. We're about to start up again. We just had a bit big break because one of us moved to Scotland. Scotland, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah, come, come, uh, yes. hear about all the fun stories. And oh, uh, oh yeah, oh, I will marry you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just dare me to, and I'll do it. Uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, I'm a celebrant. I'm a fully registered marriage celebrant. So if you're getting married and uh, you need a celebrant and an MC, uh, ChrisCeremonies.com. I can't even do it online. So you could, like, you know, go do it from anywhere, basically. What? If our American what? listeners want you to marry you. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> nope. definitely not. Okay, not there. putting it out nope. there. Take that away. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, I'm just, like, I can't wait because I think it's inevitable. I can't wait till the first time, like, one of our listeners gets Chris to marry them. Yeah. I'm super cool. Every time, every time we finish this podcast, I'm like, man, I have to pressure my partner into asking me to marry him because I want Chris to marry me, damn it. <laughs> I mean, not marry me, but like marry me. Yeah, yeah. I guess and Mabel, where can you find us? Buffy Strayer on all on all the socials. Yeah. Just all the things. All the things. Yeah. Including yeah. on anchor.com where you can send us a voice message. Like yes. Beck did this week. Yes. Should we have a quick look? Hi, Chris, Mabel and Megan. This is Beck from Brisbane. I love your podcast. I listen to it as soon as it comes out, uh, whenever that is. Um, I thought you guys might like to know that yeah. the Zeppo comes from the Marx Brothers. Zeppo Marx oh, was yeah. the youngest Marx brother and he often played the straight man um, or the, you know, useless one. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of fell out of fashion and then came back in again with this Buffy episode, as you mentioned. Uh, anyway, thanks for doing an awesome podcast. I love you guys. Bye. Right. Thank uh, you, Beck. I did know that. I, I had forgotten it. Yes. Baby Green had made me forget Same. it. And thank you for the reminder. Yes. Should yes. have known that. So oh. that's good information. Thank yes, you. Yes. Thanks, Excellent. Beck. Anyone else that wants to fact check us or give us some more things, please give us more things. Send us, us a voice things. message. We love it. Yeah. All right. Think uh, that's it. We'll yeah. see you guys next time. Yeah. See you, see you. Bye. Same Buffy Bye. time, same Buffy channel. Say <laughs> it. Australians watching.